chicken. <sighs> what the fuck are the lyrics right there? What? what? What is it? What are the lyrics of that song? Chickity check. What is it? I really... Chickity chick, 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 do the Chinese chicken, take a drumstick, and your heart stops ticking. I forgot the rest of it. Yeah. I never really understood that. I knew it was something about a chicken drum... I can't even remember what song that is right now. Rockstar. Hey no, 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 no. Rockstar. No, no, no. Seven days. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is his goal. No, no, no. Only shooting stars rate the mole. That's the song, dude. I swear to you, it's not. It's, um... Ah, dun, 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 dun. you know what's fucked a, is that I can't even. Google it's the it. one. It's the one that starts. Um, it's been seven days since you look at me. Never did never say that I'm sorry. You say I'm sorry. Yeah, something like that. What is that? Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh no, I believe it's Bare Naked Ladies. I might be completely wrong. I'm gonna Google chick get to check <laughs> the Chinese chicken. This is all one word, by the way. You should get exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> yep. Bare naked ladies, one week. Hey, oh, one week, seven days. Close except, enough. Except they're like showing results for a chickity check, the Chinese chicken. Yeah, I, yeah. They put spaces. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's dude, crazy. You're going to have to solo carry this one, man. I am... I'm used to it. I am... Oh, okay. It's loud, by the way. It's loud oh, in hey my there. headphones. It is loud in the headphones, isn't it? Uh, let me just adjust that real quick. Check, check. That's better. Yeah, that should be a lot better. I'm weirded out by this new paradigm that we're trying out for this episode. What is the paradigm? What what, what reality the, do you think this so episode exists in? We're, this is the opening right here. Yeah. And we're doing it in real time, so we don't actually know what's going to happen in the episode yet. Yeah. You know, I, I was just telling John before we started recording. John, I think our intro is superfluous and kind of pointless i think we do like one too many intros is that the issue that you're saying yeah okay because i guess about that makes it, sense if you like, think about it the show structure has kind of for at least in most recent memory has always been intro intro going into a in, intro music going chatty. into an intro that goes into a transition that goes into a cold open that then proceeds to the rest of the episode right so uh, but after the cold open we kind of always say hey everybody welcome to episode blah 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 Right. So it just felt weird that we had an intro in between those things because if you think about it, there's an intro, cold open, and another intro. And then if you click on a thing, you can check out the description, which is basically a, a more the detailed intro. intro. Right. So does that mean, are we supposed to have a hot intro right now or a cold intro? I think we just go with it, man. Oh, man, I don't understand. Yeah. You, you got you to gotta live in the moment. I have to solo carry this episode, live in the moment, and yet I don't know any what's going on. It's exciting. <laughs> it's a new world. It's a new world. Episode <laughs> 90 is... Episode 90, it 90. is a new world. Yeah. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to episode 90 of the Good Hang Podcast. I am Nathan. I'm John. And What's uh, going it, on? It's, it's been a, a, a nice long time before uh, since our last episode. Sorry about that. Such it's a busybody, this guy. Um, Wait, that's not, that's, that's not what I meant. Yeah, not busybody. <laughs> busybody is like a nosy person. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a body person. of busyness. Yeah, I feel like that's a bit, that's a bit like... It's like, well, he thinks a lot of himself. He, okay, his fine. Whole then, body then, is busyness. Then I'm a busy. You buddy. own a busy body. I'm, yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's been a pretty packed schedule lately. Haven't ha- really had an off day in um, uh, almost a month. Yeah, and here's the thing when people <laughs> don't have off days, they'd be like, oh, yeah, my nine to five job is crazy. Yeah. You don't have a nine to five job, you have a two to 11 job plus yeah whatever the fuck else you have to do yeah it's pretty fun plus you're being a fucking ambassador to shit yeah it's very it's interesting it's interesting it's a really packed schedule um and it 
unfortunately did not allow for things like this to happen as often. Yeah. Um, we'll try to fix that, though. Yes, yeah, so we'll try to fix that as much as possible, get guests in. I know we've been promising guests for a while, and I honestly miss having a third person Me in the too. room. Um, yeah. But, uh, I think the trick, Nathan, is to not socialize with anyone unless yes. we're doing it on the podcast. Yes. It goes for both of us. Don't speak to anybody. Don't speak to anyone. Like when you get to work, <laughs> you don't even do, say hello. Do the job. You don't even say hello. Leave. If it's not in the script, you don't say it. <laughs> While the director speaks to me, I just like cold stare him dead. Like, just look at him. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what you can do? You can jump around the script to different words that almost makes... A sentence. Yeah, a sentence that you need to communicate. And just claim that I forgot my lines. Yeah. Does your character ever say, I need to go to the bathroom in the script? No. Gotta work it out, man. Mm. Gotta work it out. Oh, well. Because because when you do that, when you cut off all socialization, then all socialization becomes this the Good Hang podcast, in which case it becomes necessary. I solved it. I wouldn't say you solved it. I solved it. You offered a solution. I solved it. Okay. Um, want to just jump into what we've been up to? I feel like, yeah, but I also missed the part before the intro was the part we just talk about nonsense. Yeah. You know I how like, like, it's a cold open, but yeah. I still think about what I want to talk about. So, you wanna, so, so you want this to make no sense for a while? Not no sense, but it's just like kind of like stream of consciousness. Got it. Because like, that's some of my favorite parts of the podcast. Like for example... I made a tea just now uh-huh. in your kitchen, yes. and your kettle thing almost flummoxed me. Oh. Like it almost just like stopped me from getting tea. Why? Okay. Well, first of all, I need a tea because, as you can hear, listeners, my my voice is a bit shit. It's a bit tired, overworked from work and stuff. And yeah, you bad know, how, technique. like it's not bad technique. It's actually lack of cardio. Because <laughs> okay, so what I'm doing at work is like a basically a 20 minute monologue, but like super. While, do, while running at the same time, basically. Okay. Effectively, that's what it is. Yeah. And I can't do that. Not a lot of people can, to be fair. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, so I went to get tea just now, and I was like, what the fuck? Why would the water come out? Because here in Asia, we have that thing where it's just just a kettle of water. Yeah. Is that what, it's a kettle? Is it a kettle? It's a hot water disp- boiler, warmer dispenser. You see, for those of you not from Singapore or like the UK have con- are confused by this thing. It's basically, it's, and I was confused too when I first got here. So essentially, you have a, th- a container of boiling water on your counter. And so do I, by the way, at my yeah. place. That usually has water boiled all the time. Yeah. How is that, a mass- how is that not a massive waste of electricity? Well, it, it, it keeps it at 90 degrees Celsius. Um, so it doesn't keep it boiling the whole time, but it keeps yeah. it hot enough for things that you need. So is it like, for. oh, I get it. Is it like a, is electricity to heat it up? And once it heats up, it's like a regular thermos. It just keeps, it just maintains the heat. Is that um, how it works? I don't even know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a push and pull. The thermos keeps it hot for as long as possible, but they have like a temperature regulator, like a heating coil, basically. It right. keeps it at 90 degrees. Um, and yeah, arguably, it's not the most economic use of electricity. Um, it seems you, okay, because you never hear those things running unless you press the button. Well, but the thing is, um, the thing that takes up the most electricity in your house the appliances that take up the most electricity are ones with heating coils in them yeah. so things like your your water boiler things like your refrigerator things like your hair dryer anything that affects temperatures like aircon aircon exactly. is by far the most well no I think aircon does they've, they've figured out some kind of strange technology but in terms of heat um, because you're you're literally heating up a coil with electricity right to a point where it gets red hot right and it's able to generate hotness hotness takes a lot of current or heat yeah so hair dryers you know if you keep them going too long you're probably like you you'll see that meter roll a little bit faster okay that makes sense well anyway i went to get tea from that thing or i went to get water from that thing and i like 
pressing this button that didn't work press the other button didn't work i'm like what the fuck's going on yeah i like almost i was like this close to like opening the container and like just pouring it from the top yeah but granted there's an unlock button which is genius yeah and then once i pressed it i was like oh yeah and I'm like, oh, this must be so infants don't burn themselves. It's so Ergo, stupid people can't get access to I'm boiling a, water I'm a too stupid easily. Stupid child. <laughs> I'm a stupid child, but at least now I have my tea. Yeah, so we all win. We all win. We all win. And this is where when you would go, hi, everyone. Oh, hi. Oh, okay, so it's like a okay, hybrid. It, it's like a hybrid. It. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. did that already. Yes, yes, So yes. now we jump Understood. into segments. Nathan, what you been up to, man? When you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, hey, what buddy. you been up to? What have I been up to? Okay, so um, if anyone has been following um, my Instagrisms, um, you would know that... Sorry, I was just checking the recording. Yeah. <laughs> you would know that I have been busy rehearsing for um, a musical called The Great Wall, One mm. Woman's Journey. And... Um, you know, I, I feel like with every theater production that I do, and this is only my third one, it's such a transformative experience because um, it takes up so much of your week and um, it also takes up so much of your brain space because you have to be so present in the performance, in the rehearsal, everything. It's such a different environment compared to the music, the music thing, mm. you know? Because the music thing is usually just like, um, go into the band, rehearse what you were going to rehearse, jam out, vibe out, you know, improvise, whatever, and then you get the finished product and you kind of try to replicate it on stage. Um, but for the most part, it's very laid back and chill and you don't really do much um, work, work uh, <laughs> on it other than the prep of on your own skill set as well as, you know, just rehearsing within the room itself. Yeah. But there's something about the theater thing where... You just have to be on the whole time. Even at rehearsals, you need to be at like arguably more on fire than you would be on a show. Right. Because you need to take so many things in. You got to have the as much input as you have output. And um, there's just and you need to be very generous with what you give in the rehearsal process so that yeah. everyone around you knows what they want and what they don't want. Right. So it's, it's, it's just a crazy change of pace every time I do a theater show. And it's very transformative because you learn so much in terms of the, the creative rehearsal process, working with other people, um, interpreting human life through acting, things like that, you know. <laughs> it's very, very fascinating. Um, it's like you're basically defining what acting is for aliens right now. <laughs> it, it, it's just... Okay, I don't know. I, I want to find like a the least tippy possible way to explain what I'm trying to explain to you guys today. Um, this show, because of its routine and its intensity and just like how often I'm rehearsing and everything, mm -hmm. it's given me um, a good amount of time to look at how I live my life and how, how what my routine is and just kind of like how I function as a person. Interesting. Um so I've been paying a lot more attention to my okay. I've been paying a lot more attention to my body, my happiness, my general well being. Huh. Cause I feel like for a very long time I was doing so many different jobs. Yeah. And just doing, 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 doing and like that gig and that ad and that photo shoot and this thing. And this it was a, great. It was great to work. It was great to brag. meet new people. I'm a humble brag alert. But um it was also it, it felt like I was in a spiral of like people pleasing sure. and just like, sure, sure, sure. Cause you're constantly meeting new people, new teams, new agencies, whatever. 
And it gets very exhausting on yourself, I guess. And the times that I had to take a break, I would just like do things like play video games or yeah. watch stupid YouTube videos, um, and just be more inundated with more things. You I didn't, guess you didn't take the time to please yourself. Yes, yeah, you take your time to please yourself, man. Just I take know. two, three minutes every day. <laughs> Yes, guys, this is all a roundabout way of saying I've been jerking it more and more and more. No, no, no. Okay, so um, even that's, when I was the, even when I was it. resting, I was inundating myself with like knowledge and con- uh, with like, uh, like, what do you call it? Content and yeah. just things and just dizzying my mind even more. Noise. Yeah. And this is going to tie in very nicely with something we're going to talk about later. Mm, nice. Okay, so stay tuned. So the last two, three weeks or so, I've just kind of been paying more attention to um first of all what i eat mm-hmm. um and how it affects me um how much i sleep which i realize more and more i just i need that shit yeah i used to think sleep was kind of just like eh, I mean, four yeah. or five hours and you're good to go that's crazy and you're also not a teenager anymore so <laughs> it makes know, sense. i'm getting old um sleep is super important um and just kind of like having that clarity in your brain all the time like the difference eight hours of sleep can make or seven hours of sleep can make to your day and how you function. Mm -hmm. It's just not, it's not news guys. It's just, it's news to me because I never thought I was the kind that required it as much because I was always pretty high functioning without that much sleep. But then I realized that I wasn't functioning to the best potential. Yeah. I was doing a lot of things, but I wasn't doing them the best way I could. So where are you along in this progress? Are you working on, are you actively working on that? I'm actively working on it, actively working on getting more sleep. Ironic because right now it's almost 12 and we are recording a podcast anyway. um, But I've also just been working on quiet time, Mm. alone time. Yes. That's so important. Yes. It's so important to just be by yourself and be alone with a book or like just music meditation looking at a tree whatever it is um for me it's music music has come back into my life in a huge way listening to making both nice but a lot more listening to lately which is great because it's honestly been a while since i've properly just listened to music you know yeah and um yeah something about being in a musical with very inspiring um compositions um it's just driven me back to listening to more and more music. It just on my off time, if I just need to like chill for a bit, if I'm getting ready to take a nap, I'll listen to some songs or whatever. And That's it's awesome, just, been, yeah, it's, That's it's awesome, really man. been, it's been very therapeutic. It's been very good. Um, I've been feeling a lot um, more uh, just on, I guess. All right, cool. You know what? I'm going to take a break from uh, our normal structure, and I'm going to yes. jump around. I'm going to do three segments at once Ooh. right now. All right, three segments at once. Are you ready? I'm going to play all the music. <laughs> three all layers. The music at the same three time. layers of segments. Are you, we're going to play, play music at the same time. So right now, Nathan, because you're going to edit this later. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, you would play What You've Been Up To again. Okay. At the same time, you're going to play... Um, the, the, the we read your shit okay and then now we have to do an old school one we're gonna we're gonna come up with a new jingle for do check this shit out okay is that what we called it yeah check this shit check out. this shit out is so that what we called it yeah i think so all right so we're gonna do the um, uh the intro for yeah we read your shit what you've been up to and while those two are playing we're gonna make one up on the spot yeah, for yeah, 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 um yeah because yeah, longtime listeners or those of you who started from the beginning will know that we used to have another segment that we we cut out Called Check the Shit Out. And the theme song goes like this. Check, 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 check
that too. But yeah, um, yeah, no, it's really good. It's really good. You'll like it. You'll I've, really I've, like I've, it. Yeah, I've been appreciating um, giving yourself time to just be at complete peace. I, th- yeah. th- there was a specific magical uh, moment where I had cycled around Gardens by the Bay. Mm-hmm. It was at night. Had no idea that Gardens by the Bay and Marina Barrage were connected. <laughs> Yeah, I, d- I just never. I used to longboard that route, so yeah, I know yeah. That one. I just never really knew. I knew they were next to each other, but I didn't think there was like a road connecting them because yeah. you know, really Marina, smooth, wide, flat yeah. road. Yeah, it's right next to Marina. Because Marina Barrage used to be like its own separate thing, mm-hmm. so I just yeah. But I was cycling, and then like the path kept going and going. I was like, where does this path lead to? It's like, oh my god, I'm at the Marina Barrage, dude. That's and just like life, man. Exactly, and I went to the top. You know where it, um, there's the grass field. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're on the fucking edge of the world while you're mm-hmm. walking up. It's amazing. Uh, sat there on the grass. Um, th- my favorite part about that place is that they don't have lights at night. So oh, nice. Even if there's people around you, you can't see them. Yeah. And they can't see you. And they're probably fucking. Probably fucking. Shipped um, over someone 69ing or something. Yeah. Be awkward. Um, I mean, they have very dim lights around the side so you don't run into shit. But like the field itself is not lit. So um, that makes it really lit. You know, hey, like, hey bah, modern bah, bah, reference 2017. I'm dabbing. I'm dabbing. Yes. Um, but I sat there, looked at the skyline, looked at fucking just the ocean and, um, Malaysia, I think. (laughs) And in complete silence for like 20 good minutes, just complete. I didn't even put on music. I didn't put on headphones. I didn't do anything. I just sat there. I had, I had a big moment with this actually. Cause, um, I've, I've, I've started seeing a, a new therapist, a yeah. counselor, yeah. which is actually good because what it is that she is a student counselor. So like she's re- getting, trying to get her uh, yeah. master's or doctorate, whatever it is. So she needs to Experience. log hours, right? So I was like, yeah, yeah sure. I'm, I'm fine. Like, I'll I'm not be your guinea pig. It's good. She's been really helpful. And one thing she's been helping, she reintroduced me to Headspace, which I've been mm. getting into. And I had a similar moment where I went on a hike for the first time in my life Ooh. a little while back to the Southern Trails, whatever. And I just read it. I just plugged in my headphones, started listening to a podcast. I was walking. I'm like, fuck, this is so noisy. And I just took it out. And I just like walked and just breathed. And I was like, oh, this is yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Got to the top of the mountain, did my first fucking headspace, did, 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 a, did a session. It was so good. So, yes, I agree with you. This is good. This is necessary. This yeah. is. I think you guys po- should stop think- listening to us. And no, wait, no, no. Don't stop listening to no, us. No, no, no. To be fair, I think podcasts are a very co- um, commuting thing. Yes. And a city thing. Yes, but if you're in nature, if you're just kind of, or if you want to have like um, a, a much more peaceful time, sh- shut us off right now. Um, put on some explosions in the sky or some shit. Yes, and look at the the, the, the grass grow. What is it? The world is not a cold dead place. Is that the good one? Not no, sure. That's a good one. And then it's come back really to us. Come back to us after you're done doing that, so you can have them lulls. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because once you have that headspace, you're, I agree with you too. Is that I never listen to music because I, I find that it's not it's not um, stimulating enough. Like right. I need more stimulation. Right. But then I was like, oh, I feel kind of chill right now. Maybe I'll listen to some music. I just put on some some some, some music, some old stuff, some new stuff, and I, and it was like I was hearing it for the first time. Yeah, I was like, wow, wow. And you really listen to music? Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck, it's crazy. It's crazy. Headspace. We support it. They support us. <laughs> Use it again, use that coupon code. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> they really don't. Um, All right. Yeah. You wonder what I've been up to? What you been up to, bro? Well, I feel like in a second we have to talk about Pink Dot because that was kind of mm. that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. But I would like to talk about the fact that I think I've just realized that I've learned just as much stuff from YouTube as I have from school. 
I that's accurate, right? Don't you feel that's true? Oh no, I've de- actually re- reversed that. I've learned much more from YouTube than I've learned from school. <laughs> a lot more practical skill sets, at least. Because it's like okay, so a couple weeks ago, Nathan wanted to shoot this Milo video. You guys have all seen that. I'm pretty sure. If you're not, it's awesome. Check it out. It's on yeah. Nathan's Instagram. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I have the material. I I know a lot more about photography than I do about videography, so let me kind of brush up what I need to learn. And I just jumped into it. I was like, oh. Yeah. And I felt like like 1% of Neo in the Matrix, I was like, I know filmmaking. <laughs> Except it took longer, and I know much less than how much he knows yeah. with Kung Fu. Yeah. But the fact that everything is on YouTube, like, for example, the editing program that I use is Adobe Premiere, and it's a fucking hardcore program. It's yeah. just, you can do so much stuff, and because of that, it's so complicated. Yeah. So if I have a simple question, I just dump it, and it's like, how do I do blah, blah, blah in Adobe Premiere? Plug it into YouTube, there's a video showing me how to do it exactly. Step it's amazeballs. Step. Yeah. Not only that, they have updated videos. They're like, oh, that was for the old version. Here's the yeah. new version. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. YouTube spoils us. I learned like all my Photoshop stuff with um, yeah. uh, YouTube. I learned how to play the fucking guitar on YouTube. Um, it's crazy. I've, I, I've learned how to use like music softwares on YouTube. Dude, you yeah. are you who you are because of YouTube. And I am who I am. Ooh. It's crazy. Ah, the world. And it's crazy because you look at videos and you see suggested videos like posted. You see videos that are posted 10 years ago now. Yeah. Like you see, that's like the beginnings of YouTube. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I would be lost without YouTube. <laughs> oh, one day it's going to be like video posted 17 years ago. <laughs> Good Lord. And people are going to be like, oh my gosh, it's in, it's only in 720. It's like they're not even. I think it's already like that actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's only in 720. They're not even in. 5700k <laughs> dude it really is not if i see a video posted and it only goes at 720 i'm like what is this bullshit <laughs> like, where's the 1080 where's the 1440 <laughs> we spoiled uh, we, we are spoiled. spoiled um i was gonna say something completely lost it can we rewind a bit yeah let's rewind YouTube. a bit hello everyone welcome to episode 90 <laughs> no, no, too far too far fast oh, okay. forward just a tease a bit more um and that's what was on the news. <laughs> no, I oh, fucking went too far. <laughs> you went too far. We've 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 broken the space time continuum. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to talk about. Wow. Um, was it about video? Was it about Milo? Yes, Milo. There we go. Yes. So John and I we shot a um, uh, a a short one minute so fun ad for so for fun. the Milo Peng thing, featuring the mascot suit. And yeah, it felt really cool. Like it was like our powers combined, and the, the little we know about making videos <laughs> yeah, pretty and things. much. And it, and it turned out pretty fucking good, dude. I'm, it turned I'm out really well. I mean, I feel like if I had a, we had a chance to do it again, I could make it better, knowing what I of know course. now. Oh, I mean, that's the same case for anything. <laughs> and with the new equipment that I bought recently, yeah. But it was crazy, and it was like it was like Nathan being Nathan was like tired from like long night before, and I was like confused. And Marco was there, and he was in his own little place. <laughs> Marco was so <still laughs> drunk from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> we had so, a friend um, helping out on set as well as friend being of the pod, friend being, of the pod, Andrew Marco, as well as being a passerby in the last scene. And he, <laughs> he was drunk. He was wasted. I'm like, Marco, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> he was drunk from the night before. But it was funny. And no, no, the funny part was yeah. I, I texted him the night before asking, yeah. like, are you free to do this? Yeah. I didn't get a reply till the morning saying, yo, um, what time? And <laughs> I told him the time. He's like, ah, uh, dude, like, I'm still drunk. I, ha- I just got home. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, I think it was 7 a.m. or something. Um, but yeah, I was functioning on no sleep and it was delirious, but thankfully we, we made it like a, like a, a shot sheet. Yeah. Uh, we made like storyboards and shit. So, um, we pretty much had everything. We banked it out from beginning to end in one day. Cause we edited that night. Didn't we? 
pretty much. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so like, fun facts about this: this video barely had any budget. <laughs> um, you still got paid though. Yeah, I got paid. Yes. Um, video barely had any budget. Um, we were basically a three-man crew. Yeah, it was myself, you, and Marco. To be fair, Marco was mostly a cord holder. <laughs> He's like, Marco, that cord's in a shot. Can you hold it to the right? He's like, I got it. I'm fucking drunk, but I got it. I'm like, Marco, you let it go. You had one job, literally. Oh, fuck. I got it. But yeah, it was fine. It was a two-man crew of Marco <laughs> hanging out. And um, we 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 shot in, in the span of about three hours-ish. I was astonished how well it went. Because yeah. like you and I, I mean, we've done tons of these shoots. And like usually there's way more people. It usually takes way longer. To be fair, it sometimes looks better. Mm. But this was easy. And we got it done quick. And it was fun. It didn't look bad at all. It didn't look bad at all. Didn't look bad at all. Of course, we didn't have the benefit of like you know four people around us holding reflectors and lights and mm-hmm. and like having dolly shots and all that. But from what we we, we made we it work, man. Mustered up, yeah, we made it work, and it was really fun. It was a cool little process. I mean, we fucked um, up in that it was supposed to be in four K, but apparently, I just don't know how to make my camera go four K. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and also, there's a clock. It might not make you go time. Shut up. Continuity. Continuity, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what you get from a two man crew. Really, I mean, you really can't expect is. much from a two man crew. Um, but uh, it yeah, fun. it was a lot of fun, and uh, I I believe. Everything that that video was, we it was pretty much stuff that we just learned on YouTube, be yeah. it like watching videos and like or just like from watch- watching movies and yeah. like kind of just like imbibing in like yeah, just then yeah. yeah. Who needs film school, um, <laughs> sister? Um, <laughs> yeah. What else? That's it, dude. I mean, that's it for my. I, I thought that was just an amazing thing to pull out. I mean. We're gonna have this is a jam packed ep- <laughs> this is a jam packed episode. We don't have no game. That's okay, but we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We need yes. to talk about Pink Dot because it is the week. All right, uh, is that still what you've been up to? It has to be. Yes. I guess. Yes. Yeah. You want to play the music again for the third time? No, I yeah, think good we're idea. good. Okay, let's we'll transition into it with a sparkly little rainbow. You guys, there is a rainbow in this room. <laughs> like, I feel like we wasted that special effect for this audio <laughs> podcast, but Nathan fucking, I don't, he probably figured out how to do it on YouTube, but there is a fucking rainbow in this room. It's magical. It's crazy. Uh, so it's crazy. today is July 4th. Hey, happy America Happy Day. America Day. Um, and three days ago, three days ago, it was 1st of July, and it was the annual Pink Dot Rally. Um... For those of you who don't live in Singapore or are unaware, the Pink Dot Rally is basically our version of a gay, pi- gay, gay pride. pride parade. A gay, a gay, a gay, <laughs> a gay pride parade. That's a tongue twister. Yeah. Because um, uh, Singapore is still a very conservative country. You know, we can't just like close down a street and strut in yeah. rainbows and stuff like that. Um, so it's actually what's considered a picnic in the park mm-hmm. slash peaceful protest slash concert slash slash concert and all that yeah um the funny part about it is that it takes place in a park where all the protests in singapore happen it's the designated protest spot it's the designated spot of protest it's very organized over here you know if you're going to protest do it here file in and you got to file in and tell them that mm-hmm. you're going to go protest and tell them what you're going to say roughly but mm-hmm. um yeah it was the annual event this year came with some limitations, if you didn't know. That was the big thing, yeah. Foreigners were not allowed into this year's Pink Dot Rally for the very first time. It's usually almost well, I mean, it's, half foreigners. It's it's usually... It's actually been the rule for a long time, but this year they got really strict with it. Mm-hmm. 
And I know because it's the first time I went to Pink Dot. Yeah. Like, okay, and it's nine years of existence. I've always been wanting to go to Pink 11. Dot. I mean, what? Isn't 11. next year the 10th year? No, it's been 11 years, dude. Are you sure? Blew my mind as well. Are you sure? I mean, you would know. But I mean, are you sure? They told me this, yeah. Well, maybe, the, like, I think this is maybe the 10th year of them doing it in that park, but the pink dot thing has existed for a while. Okay, anyway, but well, yeah, well, that's Maybe crazy. the first one was, like, a community center gathering or something, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. But, like, okay, so, like, I, I think you guys, long-time listeners will know that Nathan and I and are very strong supporters of the LGBT community. I mean, Nathan's obviously the, the face of pink dot. But it's something I've been wanting to go to, is attend this rally. And the first couple years, I had school. They had, For some reason, they put on a weekday, or I was at the Sol, and there was something crazy. And things just weirdly added up and I wasn't able to go blah blah mm. blah and then this year I was like they were like you can't go you're not allowed to go and I was like fuck you I'm going <laughs> and here's the thing it was all legal because I wasn't in the fucking park park I was on the not even on the sidewalk I was they put a barricade around Pink Dot yeah with security checkpoints like yeah. multiple checkpoints and I was just outside that yeah but I could have touched the people who are inside. You're basically next to the the furthest bush in the park. Yeah, like I'm trying yeah. to think of an equivalent. It's like if they're saying like, um, "Hey, don't stand on that field." I was still on the field. That's a bad analogy. Okay, how about this? It's Say, for analogy. example, okay, imagine like a, a a running track, like an Olympic running track. Yes. And uh, for example, if the event took place. On the field, in the grassy part, the grassy part, and you weren't allowed in that grassy part. You were basically just on that red track. I was on the red track. <laughs> yeah, you're just standing at the red track, going, "Hey, hey, guy, hey, guys, what's up?" I was touching the barricade. Yeah, <laughs> and it was so funny because it was such an and I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I won't talk to my lawyer friends, but I'm pretty sure I wasn't breaking any laws. No, I was wearing pink. Yeah, because I wear pink every year on Pink Dot just to show my support. Yeah, and I wasn't a part of it, but like you know, put my phone up with my pink light on. Yeah, thing. Yeah, um, it's just so crazy. That it's a crazy. Lack of creative thinking. It's like, on their part, they're like, oh, the foreigners are what's making it bad. Well, fucking look how many Singaporeans showed up. And mm. I mean that, there were so many Singaporeans that showed up, they, they, people couldn't get in by like 7.30 because mm. it was full. The park was at capacity. Yeah. So what did everyone do? They hung out on their outside. Yeah. So on the outside, you had Singaporeans, you had foreigners, you had everyone of all different races and colors and ages. I saw kids there, which was so nice to see kids on their parents' shoulders. It was such a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's just a big picnic in the park. Yeah. Um. And if you want to look at it as something of a very strong political agenda, sure you can. But the way I view it, it's just people who believe in a very simple truth. Just decency, man. Human decency yeah. and the right to it's, love. It's all just people hanging out, believing in a very simple truth. Sure, some people might politicize it very strongly and rightfully so because, you know, you got to fight for your beliefs. But I think majority of the people there, especially the young ones, they're mm-hmm. just there because it's like, it's a good time with good people. It's a good time for good people. But it's it's just, it's a very easy way to show your support for something. Yeah. Like, it's something I care so deeply of, and yet it was like basically nothing. It took very yeah. little time out of my life. Yeah. In fact, it was such a fun time to be there. it was fun, It was so dude. fun. It's so fun. You see people that you love. You see mm-hmm. people you don't know who you immediately love because they're being lovely. You get to wear pink, and I look great in pink. Yeah. And, um... It was a very special event. It was, I mean, this is this is only my second year going. I only mm. went last year and this year. And the one thing that always catches my eye is just the fact that, like, everyone there is just so happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And for, and it just seems like for that whole day, Singapore is so loving and so open and just... Do you think that's why gay, com- gay came to mean gay? You know, gay, rich, like, yeah, happy. gay, happy, yeah. 
I maybe I guess like they That's were like, amazing. look at those guys over there. Why are they so happy? Why are they so gay? Why are they so then it eventually sucking each other's dicks? Yeah, well, so, oh. Why are they so happy sucking each other's dicks? Why are they so happy bumming each other? Um, they're they, totally gay. Yeah, and then they're gay. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But I'm so glad we were part of it this year. It was I, I posted a photo on Instagram. It was actually a really cool moment to realize, like, here I am on the complete far end of the park, and there's Nathan on the stage. And in between us, there's, like, what, like 30,000 people mm-hmm. just showing the support? Man, so cool, man. 20,000 20, people. Officially, but there was more. Yeah. We, we, that was a huge but, fucking dot. But, but we, we don't want to, you know. Legally, it was 20,000. <laughs> Legally. Yeah. I, I just love um, looking at the um, We Are Against Pink Dot page every once in a while. Oh, I haven't visited since. Uh, well, sure I mean, the, their main gripe right now is the, the numbers. It's basically the Trump inauguration thing, but for Pink Dot. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> just it's look just at like, the fucking photo, dude. Look at the photo. It's bigger than it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. But the big top right now is the numbers. It's like, no, there wasn't really 20,000. It was 7,000 viewers. Oh, can you spell collision? That guy's such an idiot. Anyway. I hate that guy. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's what we've been up to. It's been, a, it's been a fun week. It's been. It was a gorgeous event, and I think the future for Singapore is bright. Because, is gay. Yes, it's a happy future because I was gay. Fearf- no. I was, <laughs> I was fearful of what the turnout was going to be ah. because, like, would this um, obstacle hinder the people? And just make them go like, oh, that's scary. Nah, man. You, that's oh, the thing. That's yeah. <laughs> the Life finds a way. Man. No, it's just like, you're like, oh, we can't go? Uh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the locals. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about the locals. Because honestly, love the foreigners, but they don't really hold much bearing to our politics. Yeah, of course. You know, um, I'm talking about the locals that Tom's with this obstacle, they could have just very easily went like, oh, and it's going to be like, you know, weird and difficult and especially if they, especially if they watch tango yes um scare scare mongering but Just like kidding. instead they took this obstacle and went like no we're gonna we're gonna rise up and we're gonna make our voices heard we're not going to be the quiet um supporters anymore we're gonna show up and, and let people know that this country is ready for some change loud and proud man yeah. that's the way to do it and it was really nice to see and it was um very heartening all yeah. right all right Hopefully, we'll be there next year. Yeah. Bam. All right, man. We have no, s- hopefully, it'll be somewhere else next year. Somewhere bigger. Oh, yeah. Freaking hell, man. Legally, you can't do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> do it at the Padang. Oh, that would be so crazy. Also, like, they need to start getting Pink Dot to organize NDP because... It was smooth. Right? It was very smooth. Pink very Dot well was smooth. And it was beautiful. They organized the light up and everything, and it was gorgeous. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. Next thing. Next thing. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you want to say. All you do is ask. Because we read your shit. Let's go on to read the shit. Yeah. You know what's a nice um, silver lining of not recording for quite a while? What? Is that there's a huge backlog of messages we have to get to. we got like a reserve. Yeah, we got tons of stuff. And a lot of, um, gu- a lot of juicy stuff this I'm week. I'm curious. Have we gotten any reviews lately? Oh, that's something I have not checked out. I, yeah, I'm always curious about those. All right. You know, here, how, why don't we do this? While I look for that, Nathan, why don't you read the things for once? Okay. Here, this is a... Uh, let's do this one f- first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to come up with a, a different name. Okay. This is from Instagram user WUWYYF. 
something, a bunch of numbers. Okay. That's when you're supposed to come up with a different name. No, this is, never mind. Yeah. Uh, so the message is, need advice, please. Please tell me how to stop crushing on my classmate slash friend. Upside down smiley face. He has a freaking girlfriend. He's a really cool and good friend to have around with a great personality, but this stupid crush is super shallow, and I just like how he looks. Hmm. Wait, what? Oh, I think there's a typo there. I think it's she just likes how he looks. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The really, girlfriend just likes. Yeah. Okay. Watch your typos, man. Come on. We read these. We read these live. Okay. I'll correct her typo for her. He's a really cool and good friend to have around of a great personality, but this stupid crush is super shallow and only likes how he looks. Plus, he mentioned casually that I was a guy to him. Yui. He is a cool friend, but I know that if I based it purely on this personality, I guarantee you would. Not like him. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is very weirdly This punctuated. is far from the worst, by the way, and no, I just no, want no, Nathan to no, no, no. know that the, I go through this yes, with yes, yes. a lot okay. of messages. He is a cool friend, but I know that if I based it purely on this personality, I guaranteed would not like him. I really don't want to make shit awkward. Send help. Please, John and Nathan, kissy face, kissy face, kissy face. Okay. So, so basically, how do you fall in love, out of love with someone? Is that the idea? I think that's the idea, but she's also conflicted. Um... Because she sees this, apparently, I, th I think she sees a side to him that she does not like. She sees a side to him that she yes. doesn't like. Because over here, she So says, who likes who just because of the looks? She no. likes him just because of his looks. No, no, no. She likes him for reasons, except for one. And the, the guy has a girlfriend who only likes him for his looks. You sure about that? Fairly. Okay, I'm getting it from this sentence. One more here. time. He is a cool friend, but I know that if I based it purely on this personality, I guaranteed would not like him. Fuck. That's really tough. I don't know what that means. Okay, let's just come up with advice to cover all our bases. We, we can do it. I feel like we can do it. Yeah. Give me this. Let me, give it okay. Let me see. Yeah. So, uh... We're going to spend more time deciphering this than we are going to give advice. <laughs> He's really cool. <laughs> Yeah, instead we're gonna talk about commas. Punctuation, context, as well as sentence structure, a beginning, middle, and conclusion, and maybe right. an intro. What are we calling? We're calling her WW. Yeah, All right, WWW. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy to be uh, crushing, crushing on, on someone, somebody. in love with someone, and if if you were anything like me, and you're a teenage girl, which again was like me when I was a teenage boy, I was basically a teenage girl. It was all about, I'm in love with them. I'm in love with them. It's unrequited love and whatever. The main thing you have to realize is that you are growing and changing as a person. Mm -hmm. And as you grow and change as a person, your tastes are going to change too. Mm -hmm. You're going to see other people and meet them and talk to them. And you're going to be like, oh, this person captures me for this reason. Yeah. You know? And... It's easy to hook onto a feeling, right? So so it's like if you are used to crushing on someone, it's hard to shake that. Mm -hmm. But you just have to – what I'm saying is, yeah, you just have to realize that you can change. You change. The person changes. People around you changes. Personalities are fluid and so are looks. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest dilemma here is that he has a girlfriend. Yeah, but people break up. Yeah. I suppose, I don't know. I've never been one to meddle with that. 
And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Dude. But this stupid crush is... Her crush on the guy is shallow. And I just... Because she just likes how he looks. Is it? Yeah. God, Nathan's really out of it, man. She's saying that the crush, her cr- her feelings to this person is shallow. No, but she says over here, he's a really cool and good friend to have around of a great personality. Yeah. That's not shallow. But... This stupid no, I'm telling you that's a typo. It, she's saying that his girlfriend is shallow. No, but why would... But he's the, But she referred to him as the crush. God damn it. No, 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 no. Ah! <laughs> Just go with me. I'm telling you this is it's right. It's too late at night. No, no. I know I'm right with this one because your scenario makes no sense because she is talking up this guy. So this is what's happening. I'm going to use some vague diagrams. This pen is the guy okay. who's in the center of this. Okay. this guy other pen. is seeing... This girl who's the other pen. No, I understand the scenario that you're drumming up, but I'm telling you, you're wrong. And, and okay, right now, this girl likes him only because of the looks. Enter WW, who's my phone. WW is crushing on center guy pen here. Yeah. And likes him, but because he, he only has good sees. looks and it's shallow. No, she's. she's no, his girlfriend us. likes him because he's, she's shallow. And he doesn't like, and she doesn't like her because she's shallow, but he like, oh, fuck my face. <laughs> okay. She, girlfriend likes boy only f- because of looks. Dude, wait, just read this. Okay. Assume for a moment she's not an idiot. She just has an interesting way of phrasing it. Okay. And I'm going to read this word for word. Just listen. He's a, re- okay. And ignore the fact that normally if you find someone has a cool personality, that means your crush on them is real. Okay. They go, this is so much fun, by the way. Okay. He's a really cool and good friend to have around with a great personality. But this stupid crush I have on him is super shallow. And I just like how he looks. So in other words, your crush is not shallow. That's the mistake she's making. If you can, if you seriously think this guy's a cool personality and it's fun to have around and also you like how he looks, that's, that's, that's what having feelings for someone is like. Nathan's reading it one more time. Yeah, okay, I think you're right. God, I'm just tired. Okay, you know what? Um, for the per- because I can imagine this is so confusing for the listeners. We need to post that picture. Delete the username. Just post that text and delete the 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 image picture yeah. thing. Just post that text on our Instagram and say you, okay, what do you guys think? I'm not gonna do that until tomorrow because yeah. I want to give you a chance to realize how relatively straightforward this message. Actually, I take it back. Your punctuation is ex- is incredibly good. She goes, plus, comma, he mentioned casually that I was a guy to him. That's a good sentence structure. I think I'm just tired. You're just really tired, dude. (laughs) You're in no place to give advice. I'm taking this one. (laughs) Go for it. Get married. Have his babies. That whole thing of like, you're a guy to me? Yeah. I feel like for teenage boys, that's like a death knell for your crush. But as you get older, that can actually work to your advantage. Because you, if you're like... If you're a guy to him, that means he's comfortable around you. Stable. Stable, secure. Younger people don't seek stability. They seek it they seek adventure, then yeah. they realize that they're wrong. And that's that's why those teenage girls like bad boys, that's why blah 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 blah. So two pieces of advice. Be cool and know that you will love again. And also try to break him up with his girlfriend. Why don't we ever talk about that? I've I've always been one to stay away the moment someone has a uh, significant other, just because. As much as I like a person, I never want to be the one to 
be the home record. See, you, you know? can only have that thought because you're a good looking guy. As an Ugo, I'm just like, I would never break them up, so I'm just going to wait in the weeds. Just waiting for them to naturally end their course because I couldn't possibly break them up. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But like, your thing is the same where like, I would not mess. With, I, generally, I just wouldn't mess with a girl if she was with a guy. Sure. You know? Cause I but can you turn off your feelings though? No, I I do what you do. I wait in the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just kind of stick around. Like, hey, is that still going on? And um, if it still is, then you know, hopefully, fall out of love and you. This is also else. very hard to talk about f- for a girl's perspective. It is because for a, if you were a guy seeking advice, there's a lot of things we could say. I think, but I I don't know. I feel like girls are just like no. With girls, it's easier. Yeah, it's easier for girls. With, uh, it's with not girls, easier. I think scenario to scenario. I think it's easier. General, it's easier for girls than it is for guys because, for the most part, girls, and never doubt this power. If you engage, and if you show that, interest, if you take that first step, guys will crumble, or they will, if, if, if in the sense that they will um, respond to you. You know. Negative, That's awesome. Negatively or positively, I think girls have a lot more of that power nowadays than guys. You know, I think guys nowadays, especially me, um, are not very uh, assertive in those things. They yeah. tend to be a lot more emotionally guarded. And if you, as a female, just kind of nut up and Dofer's nuts, yeah, bad term to use yeah. there. If you, as a female, just kind of like grow a pair of balls, it's <laughs> really hard. Everything is so feminine. Uh, it's so ma- masculine. <laughs> yes. If, if you as a girl uh, just step up and say your piece, tell him your feelings, or let him know what it is you you want from him, uh, it resolves itself so quickly. Dude, yeah. Can I just say that's super true, at least in my situation, because... When a girl had feelings for me, you know what she did once? She just sent me a fucking smiley face, and I was like hooked. <laughs> That's it, dude. I was like, oh, what's that for? Nothing. Just it thought it would be a nice thing for you, and I was like, yeah, it is. Now I love you. <laughs> Pretty much. That's yeah. basically what happened. Yeah, we're easy, dude. Our penises are stupid. Guys are stupidly easy. <laughs> <sighs> Which we're, actually segues we're very nicely. Complicated creatures. It's disgusting. <laughs> this segues nicely into our next comment I want to read. Uh, strap it, Nathan. This one's a little bit of a long one, but I, I promise you it's worth it. Strap it in. Uh, this is from Yub. Your boy. Yub. Uh, she says, Hi, thanks for responding to my desperate cry for help. Ha ha ha. Basically, this guy and I have been texting for a few weeks, and we've actually known each other since last September. But because of a recent school event, we've gotten closer and we started texting. We actually began to talk about Netflix. <laughs> anyway, at first, I thought it was a friend-type situation, but as the days passed, his texts got more frequent and Uh-oh. more flirtatious. Uh-oh. It took a while for me to admit that I liked him because, to be honest, I couldn't see myself ever getting together with him at the beginning. Like, he's just not the kind of guy for me, usually. But now that I've got to know him more, I'm starting to look past all these traits and he has and uh, traits that he has that I thought would detest I would detest in a dude for example having poor English <laughs> and I was starting to see how he could actually compliment me like how he's an affectionate person but I don't know how to physically comfort people because I'm shy and awkward the opposite attracts me um, and it's the first time I've ever liked someone and talked to them so it's all new to me main point she puts it main point yesterday he asked me if I want to visit the National Gallery with him and maybe catch a movie and dinner on Saturday <gasps> it, she put that emoji there. <gasps> No, that's 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 a date. 
It looks like a lot like a first date to me, and I think I'm going to pass out from exhaustion and nervousness midway. But he was really cute about it, and I feel comfortable texting him, so I hope it won't be too awkward. Ah! Sorry if this message is too long. I don't want to go and overthink it, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. We're also blah. probably really late on this advice. <laughs> Funny you should mention that, Nathan. This is, was this recent? Because my response was, oh, so sorry. Just re- <laughs> <laughs> So we're a couple weeks late to this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> to be fair, this is on Instagram and it's very easy to miss Instagram messages. It is I had to like easy. approve them to like whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, so I, I asked her, how'd it go? Did you go on the date? Are you madly in love now? Are you going to invite us to the wedding? She says, haha, it's all right. The date went pretty well. Besides the part where my date or besides the part where my hand got clammy and I started to stammer out my words because I was so nervous. Look at that. She thought she didn't like him because he didn't speak English that well, but love makes you go to their level. Mm-hmm. So she stammered. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool. We've met up a few times since then, but mostly in school. And I, I, I went, whoa, isn't holding hands the best? I'm glad it's going well. She yeah. says, it's so weird. She has another question at the end, so yeah. just stick with me because okay. this is very No, funny. no, no. I'm digging the story. It's so weird because I'm slowly getting used to it because he's quite an affectionate guy. He's super respectful and stuff, though, so yeah. Thanks for listening, and this sounds like John. Are my senses right or am I embarrassing myself? And like I said, how can you tell? Do I type less handsome? He said, ha, ha, I just know you want to blah, 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 blah. Okay, okay no, no, no. I asked her if she... <laughs> what is <this> list? <laughs> Um, she, I asked her if she wanted more advice on anything. She said, yes. Actually, I have something else to ask you guys about. Since I'm new to all of this, I don't know how fast things should progress. And I feel like he's been progressing faster than me in terms of physical touch. It's not racy or anything, like just rubbing my back, lying on my lap and stuff. Like, I thought at this stage we would just be holding hands or hugging at most. And since I'm not a very affectionate person, I'm still adjusting. I don't mind if I most, I don't mind it. I mostly feel bad for not reciprocating. Right. And he also comments, compliments me a lot. And I think he's just more into me than I am into him. Mm. It's not a huge deal. And it's kind of bad. But sometimes I'm not as into it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a huge deal. I just kind of feel bad sometimes that I'm not as into it. Don't feel bad at Don't all. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad at all. I think with any physical interaction between a man and a woman, the female should always be the one to take the lead. Um, it's just good manners. Yeah. Um, yes. I th- yes. Yeah. It's just good manners. You know, you don't want to overstep any boundaries. So if you feel like he's being... Cosby-esque? T- too handsy. <laughs> if you feel like he's being a bit too handsy, just let him know. Or or if you or if you don't want to confront him about it, just take his hand, put it somewhere else. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Teenage boys, of which this guy is, we are they are fragile beings. Mm-hmm. And I get where you're uncomfortable is, is, comf- is your, 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 your nervousness is coming from. Here's... I think I have the perfect advice to set you straight. The thing, the, the inside anyway, the thing with us teenage boys, because I'm one at heart, is that we're constantly like, oh, is she into me? Oh, oh, t- oh, oh she didn't hold my hand for, or she let go of my hand first. We're constantly reading into the things. Yeah. Here's what you have to do. You have to assure him that you're into this. Yeah. That you do have feelings for this person. I want to take it slow, but trust me, I am in this. Yeah. I have because, feelings for you. I don't think that you're a, 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 a freaking doorstop. Yeah, basically. just because I don't want to hold your hand or because I don't want to ki- kiss you, yeah, right? Yeah. Doesn't mean I don't have feelings for you. Yes. Just let me take the time t- yes. to figure this out, to, yes. to, to feel this out. Because that's the thing. That's all a guy really needs to hear. Mm-hmm. Because we're constantly like, what the f-? 
Because we don't understand yeah, yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. understand fucking girls. Fucking you all are confusing. <laughs> so if you can be a, just a clear. little bit clear, a little bit directed, just like back to what we back to what we said before about girls take the lead. Honestly, man, yeah. like <laughs> you need to put him at ease. Yeah, because I think because he's constantly like, oh, is this okay? Oh, is this okay? Is this okay? Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you just be like, I like you. I like where this is going. Be decisive. Yeah, yeah. I just. In, I'm, I am where I am, yeah. and yeah. Even even if your boundaries be decisive, yeah. Don't be awkward. Like eh, maybe don't and, do that, or just if he's if he's if he's touching you in a place that's um, less uncomfortable, uh, just take his hand and like put it on your shoulder or something else. And yeah, but he like, will get the he will get the message. I feel like these are two completely different ways of handling it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like your way would crush me. Mm. Like I'd be like, oh god, what did I fucking do? Because then then it would be lead to more awkwardness. Because like for example, if he how goes, about, how the, about if you follow it with a not yet? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, how about that? That's what I'm saying. And then fall, and then even more is like, yeah, I like you. Let's just take it slow. Take it slow, or like take it slow. Or, or like if you're if you're as honest with with us as you are with him, take I think you're going to be fine and have clear communications. Take it slow. Now onto the point about yeah. about feeling guilty about be not being as into as not being into him as he is into you. Do not worry about that. Here's why, because. In any relationship, someone's going to be more into someone than the other person. Hundred percent, always. Yeah, the good relationships, whoever that person is, it changes. Yeah, the great relationship, it changes all the time. So all it's basically the time. level. So it's and basically level. Yeah, and it's not. It, it, if we were to somehow quantify the emotions someone feels for someone, that would be groundbreaking. But we can't do that. That's not how emotions work. Yes. So maybe, if, but if we could, perhaps you actually feel the same level. It's just they sh- you. It, the feelings manifest or how they express it manifest in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about the different love languages. Maybe mm-hmm. he's just a touchy-feely, yeah. affectionate person. And you're more you of know. a talky person. Yeah, more Singaporean. That was a subtle dig. It's, it's sleeping. Okay, never mind. What? <laughs> no, I feel like it, it, it's like... it. it there's a, passion is not the first adjective I think of when I think of Singaporeans. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know. Well, I, yeah, I have no idea. Like, you never dated Singaporean. You're racist. <laughs> racist. But I think, I think, I mean, judging, first of all, super sorry for getting late to you so back. Again, again <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's my hard, man. Late but, to uh, you so back. You know what? I'm so sorry for getting back to you so late. That was a legitimate. I'm sleepy moment. too. But that was, that. You, late to you so back. That was such a dyslexic moment right there. Oh my so God. Sorry for getting late to you so back. That was it, amazing. It just seems to flow that way. That was the most Sorry dyslexic. for getting back to you so late. That was the most dyslexic moment I've ever witnessed from you. <laughs> sorry for getting late to you so back. Oh, shut up. Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> This goes to everyone right there in Good Hangistan. We're sorry for getting back to you so late. Damn it, what is it again? <laughs> getting late to you so back with a new episode. But, you know, YB, yub yubs, yeah. I think you're doing just fine. And I think it's exciting. And I think one or both of you are going to get your heart broken. But that's okay. That's fine. That's the, the adventure meantime, part. That's life, baby. That's the adventure part. We are just talking about it a couple, a couple minutes ago. You know, you seek stability later in life. For now, you live the adventure. And should this thing be a stable thing, then fucking congratulations. You're one out of 800,000. Yeah, and you you're know? right on track. You're right on track. You're, yes. You're doing great. And I, just you're enjoy living. it. You're living. That's <clears throat> you most the, certainly are. That's the most exciting thing. What? How How wasteful would it be if you didn't go on that first date? Yeah, and, because because you were scared. Yeah. You know? Because you were scared and then you'd regret it. But, you know, because you didn't 
listen to our advice and you did go on that first date. Because we did get late to you back, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like you're really, you're taking control of life and that's all that matters. You're living your life and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, whether it be met with heartache or the best happiness you've ever known. Yeah. Leave that up to chance. Don't don't try to foresee it. Just just take it day by day. Yeah. And um, love each other. And you know what I would like? I would like to you to like keep us updated throughout the whole length of this relationship, whether it lasts you know years or like just a couple more days. I don't want to get too invested. I want I, I want to get invested. I want this to be my own personal fucking like reality show. This might break. And I want to give advice for every little aspect. It's like oh we went on our first date. No oh, we had, oh we kissed for the first time. How should I kiss? And I'd be like oh. Tilt to the right sometimes that's, that's different <laughs> and then it'd be like oh we're thinking of having sex I'd be like oh these are the condoms you should get this is how you should no, I want to give no, advice no, no, like, no. oh I we're think, thinking about I breaking think, up I think you stop you stop like oh my god I'm pregnant oh what do I do with that do I keep it oh this is gynecologist <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh we have a second child now oh, <laughs> like, even if I'm not even doing this podcast anymore I just want to know I have to know you contact this property agent to get an HDV yeah dude <laughs> It's like, oh my god, my 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 husband is cheating on me with a thirty year old, whatever. I want to know. I just want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Inquiring minds must know. It's like the Truman Show. Exactly. You're yeah. my own private Truman Show. Yup, yups. <laughs> Dude, Nathan, we have so much more to get to, but I think that's quite a lot for that's the fan segment. A lot of fan shit. Yeah, and plus you're nearly asleep. So <laughs> move into the news. Um, so we'll yeah, keep the, this a the, tight the, episode. The, the moral of we read your shit is. Girls take the lead, man. You're yeah. stronger than you than you think you are. Yeah, like we'll, actually, for real though, not that's in the, def, not, that's not in, definitely true. Not in the movie way of like girls, you're you can not do in the anything. Wonder Woman way, like in the actual. I, way. I'm talking about in the actual way, girls. You have had a lot of power for a very long time. Utilize that shit, and you will you will do things because men are simple creatures. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get back to we'll get to the other stuff next week or whenever we next record, it, especially you doctor person. You there's a very interesting email from you doct. You know who you are. Yeah. But let's jump in the news, Nathan. Let's news do it and right news and news now. News. One, two, three, four. World news, interviews, Wall on terror, puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, racist rants, tiny horse, so many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? What do you have for us in the news today? Doggy, a lot of stuff. Um, what You know what we're not going to be talking about unless you're somehow an expert is this fucking 32 Oxley thing. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have no... Uh, well, I... I, I was going... I don't know. It's... It's, uh, it's something about how there's a dispute between whether the house really should have been demolished or kept or something along those lines. And I think it, it really just... The house mm-hmm. is really just a symbol. It of is, Lee Kuan Yew. No, no, no. The house is a symbol. It is the material thing that um, this family feud is revolving around. Mm-hmm. But like most things, this is the straw that broke the camel's back. There is a lot more of just... It's basically just the brother and sister don't dig the prime minister very much. They don't like him. They don't like his politics. They disagree with how he's running the country. The house thing was just kind of like... Tinder it's like the their fire. battlefront. It's, it's, it's where yeah, the the, ho- the house thing is kind of where they're picking that battle because it seems like the most um, material and least ideological thing. Because I think the last thing, like 
Because, you know, they're still part of the Lee family and all that, and it's the mm-hmm. big family dynasty. I think the last thing they want is ideological differences within the country, and then you create this strange kind of, like, thing, even though I think that's really exciting and possibly cool. So instead of fighting ideologies and having that, having it be a battle of, like, actual policy and thought and belief, they're turning it into, my house, no, my house, my house, no, his house, and that kind of thing, yeah. you know? I, uh, that's my take on it. I might be completely wrong, but dude, all I know is that there's a lot of noise out there. But I'm not receiving any. Yeah. I don't know what. I'm not not, not from you. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. in online. I'm just like I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. a house. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I might I might be wrong, but you know these arguments don't blow up just because of one house. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, it's let's move deeper. on to cooler news. Not cooler news. Different news. Uh, Nathan, well, I mean, this is the coolest thing we've had in a while. So give it some time. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, in the near future, I'm guessing you're going to be invited to go to the hall. Hollywood premiere of one of the movies you're in, right? What would you do sure. if you couldn't make the red carpet, though? Say you had booked a gig, what would you do? What would I do? Um, I would get my friend to FaceTime me the entire movie so I can watch it on my phone. That's a fair point. <laughs> what about the gala part? Yeah. Uh, well, if you're oh, anything... like put, put your face on like an iPad and one of those drone That's like, a cool way scooter to do it. things, yeah. No, but you have to do work, though. You're this- anyway, yeah. if you're anything like Hannibal Burris, you would to go on Twitter, ask your fans for a lookalike for an evening, and give them $500 to attend the Red Gala premiere of Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, my God. Did you not hear about this, dude? Is Hannibal Burris in Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, man. He play- Check this out. Check- Why don't you hear it from the man himself okay. about what the experience was like? Okay. I just want to point out, Nathan, by the way, is a relatively big fan of Hannibal Burris. At the very least, you can know what he looks like. Yes. Here's Hannibal Burris. Air quotes on the red carpet. I'm here with Paris. So tell me, what is it like to be part of such an incredibly huge universe like this? You know, it was a great opportunity. I <laughs> uh, had a lot of fun. <laughs> Spider Man's huge. You know, we grow up watching Spider Man. So to play Coach Wilson, working with the cast, this is a great time. I, I had a blast. And, you know, I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. <laughs> wow. That's she a black has, guy. She has, oh my God, she has no idea. She also, I mean, not really news, she mispronounces his name at the tail end at the head of this interview. But Hannibal Burris found a guy who happened to be an actor and apparently an author yeah. in LA who yeah. is also a black man. Yeah. And a fucking Spider-Man. I mean, they really don't look that alike. They don't look anything alike. They don't, I mean, at most. Does it Hannibal Burris' hair isn't he's not that bald, is he? No, Hannibal Burris has like shaved hair. Yeah. And um He would never wear that either. I'm just seeing okay, Hannibal Burris is just not that fit. I guess also, is what I'm saying. Dude, basically Hannibal Burris doesn't look anything like this guy. <laughs> for whatever reason. This actor's the actor who did that go, guy looks like what Hannibal Burris dreams he would look like. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who ended up going was an actor named Joe Carroll. Uh-huh. And I know that because he's actually commenting on Reddit. <laughs> Saying things like, thanks, it was a blast. I don't know if this is really him. There's oh, no fucking like... I, 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 I'm, I'm oh, never mind. It's confirmed that it is, in fact, him. That's so funny. I'm sure there's like some kind of... Uh, there's a whole thing about racism involved in this There is, there is. First of all, I'm not sure how I feel. I don't know. Is it is it a funny prank? Is it slightly disrespectful? I'm not quite sure. No, no, no. It's I think a, mostly it's just fun. It's a funny prank. And I think Hannibal Burris did it just for the laughs. I don't think he expected the press to honestly believe that this guy was him. Sure. 
Sure. That's really like. And know. this is the only interview we have of him. Maybe this was the only reporter who got suckered in by it. Everyone else was like, that ain't Hannibal Burris. Sure. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it does bring up an interesting um, aspect I want to talk about briefly, which is basically Spider-Man race. Spider Man Homecoming's coming out. Oh, it's race. It's race. Oh, you got it. Race. Race is more important. Is it though? <laughs> um, Nathan, uh, Nathan, how much do you know about the show Hawaii Five O? Not a lot. Not I mean for all that to rhyme. That was crazy. I, I I know that um 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 Robin is in it. Nope, that's not true. I don't Who's know Robin. Any, um uh Joseph Gordon Levitt. No, Chris O'Donnell. I want to say that's his name. Is that it? No, no, no. He's an NCIS LA, which got canceled a couple years ago. Oh, right. No, anyway, yeah. Okay, They're that's the, the point. Like, no one fucking me. watches Hawaii Five O. Yeah. Yet it's been on for seven seasons. It's about to start its eighth season. Oh wow! Throughout those seven seasons, apart because it's in Hawaii, uh-huh. there's a pretty big Asian population there. Two oh. of its main actresses has been Daniel Day Kim and Grace Park. Uh-huh. They have recently decided to not re-up with the show for its eighth season because they were being offered pay of 10 to 15% less oh. than their white colleagues. Okay. And it's... Did they replace them with other Asians? They're in the process of... I don't think they're going to replace... I don't think they're going to recast the character. I think they're going right, to... Whatever. Right, 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 right. But it's, it's interesting to talk about. And like all these... this Every once in a while, maybe once or a year, the Asian acting community in America rises up and has something to say, usually when it's like fucking Dragon Ball Z comes out or fucking Airbender and whatever. But it's pretty fucked, man, that they would be there for seven seasons and when it became time to renegotiate their contracts. Because from what I I mean, again, I don't watch the fucking show. And it's arguable that Daniel Day Kim is a pull. He's a big pull. So is Grace Park. She was on um, Battlestar Galactica. uh, Battlestar Galactica, yeah. She's hot. She's Um, very hot. Not anymore because she's old. Um, eh, still got something going on. But what I understand, I mean, they may not be like the first on the call list, yeah. but they're third and fourth. Like, yeah. it's, an, it's an ensemble show. So, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's freaking Daniel Day Lewis's brother. Of course, everyone's going to go and watch Seriously. It. Yeah. Everyone but, knows the Daniel Day brothers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that show. <laughs> We've created this before. And we really. We have the Daniel Day it's, uh, uh, Lewis and Kim. <laughs> We're so geniuses. That's gotta be a show. Someone give me the fucking contact detail. Give me the details, contact details of Daniel Day and Daniel Day. Lewis and Kim. Lewis and Kim together at last. It's a buddy show, you know. One of them's one of them's just a little bit sloppy, and the other one's a neat freak. One's good at math. Guess who it is? It's Lewis. You fucking racist. Um, but yeah, it's it's because like it is. It made me th- remind me of that because there was comments being like. I mean, this is the the Hannibal Buress thing. It's all fun and games, but also it does show a side of like Hollywood. It's just like, oh god, poor. Yeah. It's crazy. No, okay. The main excuse is always that it, within Hollywood, of course, it's mostly a Western consumed medium, um, and for the most part, it's the Western actors that have more pull. But with Hawaii Five O, especially because you have Daniel Day Kim and Grace Park, two mm-hmm. actors who have a pretty wide berth of. Um, uh, shows behind them, yeah, especially Daniel Day, man. Yeah, I mean, he an Angel. A, he was on Lost, Lost. He was on. Um, so I would things. think that they would attract quite a lot of viewers as well. So this seems, but it goes even beyond that. They've been part of the show for seventy years. <laughs> who's the? Who's the? Who are the leads of Hawaii Scott Con and Alex O'Laughlin? I think his name is two see, white dudes. See, I don't know who they are. Two white dudes. I don't think they have that much pull. I would not watch most things Scott Kahn is in. I would watch some things Daniel Day Kim is in. 
Mm-hmm. It's all about pull. You know, if you can pull more audience, they'll give you more money. You know, pretty much. But it, it goes even beyond and that. It, it's, it's just a sad like, fact no, that but it's most just like, Asian actors unpopular in, in, yeah. in America. But I feel like you're just overlooking the fact that they fucking do this much work as their colleagues. They should be paid yeah, equally. Yeah, yeah. Equal pay for equal work. Um, eh. I don't know. But I, I know it's not that simple. It's not that simple. You know? Especially in the entertainment industry. It's really, Especially in the entertainment industry. It's, it's really not that about, simple, but... It's really about how many... Unless it's theater. Um... Even then, sometimes not so much. But um, it's really about how many people can you bring in? Can you give us the viewers? Can you give us the ad revenue? Can you sell tickets? If you can, you will get paid more than the person who's doing twice as much work than you, but no one knows who he or she is. Hmm. That's just how it works. It's just how it works. It's, it's, a, it's a trade-off, you know? Definitely. But the thing is, you know, you, uh, blah, blah, blah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I'm just. I was gonna make a point, then I realized that I have to speak for another two minutes, and I'm too tired. Fair enough. <laughs> In that case, then Nathan, I want to introduce you to Marco Ramirez. Mm, who is this? He's an American citizen who has scammed people for about 150 million dollars wow. of of their country's currency. Like he went to another country, yeah. scammed them of 150 million dollars, and is now being held in prison to await trial. Wow. How did he scam people? Oh, he he made them think that they were going to get passports and green cards in America. Right. Oh, how many thousands? How many hundreds of people was that? Three, three hundred. Three people. Three people. Yeah. Wow. Oh, because one hundred fifty million in this country's currency is only five hundred thousand. Uh huh. And he's a scam. You know what? You know where the people were from? No. It's Nigeria. Oh. He scammed Nigerians out of millions of dollars. Oh, good lord. He contacted them through email. Oh gosh! <laughs> I think this is the more humanistic response to this because my response was like, no, 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 "We got no, it for no, once." No, no, yeah, no, my, it's, I'm, I'm thinking as well that this is <laughs> a strange twist of fate. <laughs> yeah, but they—they they are some rich Nigerians. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, let's see. According to Harold, an American citizen, uh, uh, Marco Ramirez, an American citizen, was remanded in the Kriki Kiri Kiri. What, what was his email headline? American prince seeking seeking <laughs> green card. Yeah. Kirkiri, okay, sure, this is really hard to read. Kirkiri maximum prison by the Ikeja. Fuck Nigerian, hard to read, man. He was accused for taking money from his victims under the pretext of securing them American passports. He has pled not guilty to sixteen cases of fraud, mm. and he's being held in prison. Oh. But that's crazy, man. That's fun. You think you think he had that thought of like? Do you think he kind of started was like just he was like just in his house one day in America, going through his junk mail and be like, "Fuck another Nigerian prince." Would these guys just leave me alone? You know what? Fuck these guys. Hold on. Fucking made up a shell company and like <laughs> I'm gonna get them back on behalf of the internet. Oh man, he's the hero we d- have but don't deserve or whatever the fuck. I actually know somebody who is a uh, a victim of this Nigerian prince scam. Oh no! <clears throat> yeah. Did they actually lose money? Oh yes. Are you serious? It's stupid. Please tell me it was an old, old, older person. Right. Older person <clears throat> fell victim to this. I don't know why that's better, by the way. But yeah, okay, no, it's yeah, it's worse. You know, when you're old, it's harder to make money past a certain age. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he 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 fell for it. Um. Kids had to bail him out. So, it was like the standard Nigerian prince, like, I could give you money, if you give me now, I can give you like a shit ton of money later kind of situation? I believe so. Wait, hold on. I think he even went there. To Nigeria? Let me think real quick. What was it? Timeline, timeline. 
no, no, no. It didn't go. It didn't go that far. But it was something along the lines of like he gave a lot of money, took some out, and then ended up just being in like complete debt. Damn. Yeah, it was stupid. I guess I mean it is a stupid scam, but if you can get one person to fall for it, I guess. Yeah, no, they cost it's a very wide net. Yeah, there's a reason why they keep doing it. They're succeeding clearly. That's insane. Yeah. I want to watch a documentary on this. It's insane. This person doesn't talk about it very much. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you'd be pretty fucking. You'd feel pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. Damn, that could have been my like my mom or something. No, man, it was dumb. Then this person like. Uh, uh, he had two kids. One of them had to like pause school for a bit to pay back. And the thing is, like, you can't really report this to the police, you know, because uh, I forgot the reasoning why. But it was just—it's not against the rule, the law to be dumb. Something like that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, they didn't have any ground to stand on, really. Speaking of not being against the law, to, not being against the law to be dumb, Nathan, what do you know about Goop? Goop, goop. Um, is it that new thing that all the t- all the little secondary school girls are playing with, and they they make with um, contact lens solution? What the fuck is that? What is what's that? Slime. Oh, it's 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 is crazy. that a thing? It's nuts. So what do people? What do they do? Okay, okay. So toy trends. Toy trends happen every once sure. in a while. Yeah. During my time, it was Beyblades and and uh, what do you call it? Tamagotchis. Right now, my time it was a teddy bear. Yeah, right. No, but but right now in a strange throwback. Yep. The big, the bigger trends are for guys fidget spinners. Yep. And for girls, slime like goop, like gak, gak. Yeah, and they they make make it. They and and the thing about it is that it used to be you just buy silly putty from the toy store, Mm -hmm. but the new trend is that you make it yourself at home with food coloring, with different household items. And apparently contact lens solution is one of the things that you can get off from pharmacies and just use that as Wow. Um, I know nothing about for, children for slime. It's insane. It's <laughs> it's honestly because I'm doing the Great Wall musical sure. and there's a bunch of little girls in it. Sure. And like, like Kimberly I, Chan and Rachel. <laughs> no, no, they have an actual like primary secondary school. Oh, ah, okay. Um girls who are like the extras in a way. Um and whenever Are they playing the wall? They're not playing the wall, no. Third they're, brick. They're playing the children of the village. And um, I would hang out with them every once in a while, like, like doodle or just like ask Play them. with some slime. What's up? Here's and goop. They, would, they would take out like this slime thingy. I was like, oh, what's that? Oh, I just made it. You know, I was like, oh, like, you just made it? Like, yeah, I know me and my friends. Like, we We're hang- chemists. <laughs> We're chemists. <laughs> We're molecular biologists. Clearly. No, like they, 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 they hang out and they make slime together. Wow. Didn't know about that. Kind of like it. I kind of like that toy trends are now things that are that are more tactile. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Anyway, what's Goop? Goop. Um, Nathan, what would you say if I could get you a sticker that you can put in your body using the f- same fibers that NASA uses in their astronauts, and it's going to realign your energy or some and shit? Fuck you up. <laughs> How much money would you give me for such a sticker, Nathan? That's a tagline. It'll fuck you this up. Sticker go fuck you up. <laughs> fuck you up real good. Anyway, um, I forgot what was it. Goop is the name of Gwyneth Paltrow's company who sold yes. sold these stickers. Sixty dollars for a pack of ten stickers. Oh, surprise, surprise! NASA, because again, they claim that it was made of the same fabric that astronauts wore, and yeah. it lined your yeah. frequency. Oh, by the way, the stickers came pre-programmed at a certain frequency. To yeah, fucking whatever. Um, NASA said 
Stop. And I quote, Stop. You're, that's, what the, uh, I don't even, why do I, how, what, huh? yeah, no, what the um, fuck is a goop? This isn't the first time, now that End you're quote. saying this, um, yeah, goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's like health brand company. Um, this is not the first time that they've been caught for selling stupid shit. They have a history of this. Oh yeah, it's kind of their thing. Because yeah. basically Goop is like a wellness company for women Yeah. who target naive women with too much money. Yes. Nathan, have you heard of the Jade Egg? Oh, oh, um, it's the thing to um, stimulate your vagina. It's this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I said. Just as I said, it's the thing to stimulate your vagina. Well, no, Nathan, that's no, not but, what but it, it does. It, it doesn't. It doesn't stimulate. It um uh, maintains its uh, vaginal health. Let's see. Uh, this it's a strictly guarded secret of Chinese royalty and antiquity. Yeah, queens and concubines used to use them to stay in shape for the emperors. Yeah. See what the Jade Eggs do is harness the power of energy work, crystal healing, and Kegel-like physical practice. Mm-hmm. Fans of it say it increases their chi, mm-hmm. orgasms, mm-hmm. vaginal muscle tone. Mm-hmm. By the way, how the hell are you checking your vaginal muscle tone? <laughs> is there like some kind of bodybuilding flex. competition? You gotta flex. Is it, is, is it like, you know, those fucking karate things from the 90s? How many bra- like wooden boards they can break with their vagina muscles? Because <laughs> I would pay to watch that. <laughs> Anyway, like, it, maybe oh, no, never mind. it increases the chi, like snap a pencil, just a chopstick or something. It increases the chi, the organisms, the vaginal muscle tone, the hormonal balance, and the feminine energy in general. Uh-huh. You put it in your yoni. <laughs> yoni is Sanskrit for vagina. I don't think because the Chinese people use Sanskrit words. Okay, I don't. I don't think it does all that chi stuff. Oh, um, really? <laughs> but but I, I don't know about the whole, like, I'm sure there's some kind of benefit to exercising that part of your body. Yeah, dude. I guess if you're keeping, like, a fucking one-pound rock in your pussy, <laughs> it's going to be a workout somehow. <laughs> oh. I just don't know how you, like, you're, how do you explain that to your, your, your boyfriend, your, your random hookup? He's like, oh, yeah, hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> And <laughs> you just you're showing because I believe there's like multiple of them in there, right? Uh, apparently, uh, I, if you you're put, hardcore, you, I guess you put like two in there. And sure, just kind of Ex- like, extra chi. Like you're hearing that, yeah. Like it's it's like those medicinal fucking. Yeah, I think that's the whole thing that happens. No, I think you just stick it up there and it just stays there. Really? I don't know. That's that's also by the way how I have sex. I'm just like. Mm. <laughs> I was, I was under the impression that you put two in there and then you try to move them around a bit. Hey, that'll... That's that's not just strength. That's like dexterity. Yeah. That's like that's like tie dexterity. Yeah. No. <laughs> and also you'll feel like more like centered. Like emotionally. Less calm. Your vagina will feel calm. Yeah. You're yawning, as they say on goop.com. Oh, gosh. Man, there's a lot of shit on yeah. goop, man. I know, I know goop sells like... Tss- Stupid shit. Like they sell like fucking corn holders, you know, like stupid things like that. But I just, I just love that NASA was like, okay, Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> person who named her daughter Apple. Don't put our fucking. F- first of all, we don't even use this shit in our astronaut suits anymore. Second of all, what the fuck is energy frequency? What the what? Uh. Yeah. Um. 
I believe there are actually articles of clothing that have these frequency things. It's not like actual like sound like Hertz frequencies, but it's like a positive and negative ions. And they have... It's um, all bullshit though, man. Oh, uh, well, no, no. There, there is one uh, clothing, not one clothing brand, but like a certain kind of material that um, uh, it works on that principle of the, the positive and negative ion thing. And it actually does help is just that like it's an actual science and it's an expensive product that is an actual science it's from you gotta show me this shit because i feel like there's an alternate podcast somewhere where people are like this fucking alternate ion thing is so much bullshit hold on let me put my jade thing in my pussy because <laughs> this is making me so frustrated it's a fucking affecting my chi which is obviously scientifically proven no um this thing is actually um I- i've tried it before and it's almost scary because at night, uh, if you're using um, like a, a blanket on top of it, like it literally, like you see sparks come up from your clothes. I, dude, I want to see peer-reviewed, fucking you see, publicly. No, you see sparks come out from your clothes, and it's there's some kind of thing going on there. But I, it's mostly. Do can you throw a fireball afterwards? No, no, no. I don't care. Then this is. I want to see this, double blind. This isn't fucking, a chi thing. This isn't a chi thing. It's more of like a um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it speeds up your body's healing and all that all that stuff because positive and negative ions is a real thing that exists in physics i mean yeah between the attraction and how things move around uh i don't know the exact science so i don't want to get too much into it but i'm i have i I, i've I've seen firsthand experiences of it working it's I don't know. I've seen firsthand experiences working Look, on like if, my aunt, my okay, mom. If there's a woman like out there, if your aunt or your mom mm-hmm. can show me firsthand about these Yoni fucking stones and how they work, I'm then talking I'll about a complete separate take thing. Back not everything v- I say. I'm not talking about vagina stones. If I see some Hartono family women with their Yoni stones, I'm not talking about vagina stones. I'm talking about mind. like articles of clothing. It's like scarves. Um, hand warmers, uh, pants, blankets. Yeah, the like thing that. is that my mom spent a good part of our our money buying magnets. Mm-hmm. My whole house is magnet. We had a magnet mattress and a magnet bracelet and it was the magnet. I'm like, what the fuck? What is it doing? This is just ruining our credit cards. Is your mom still alive? That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Magnets keeping her alive. They're keeping her together. The moment you get rid of those magnets, she just like. She repels dude as any fan of Pete Holmes know magnets are magic yeah, magnets, magnets! <laughs> I don't understand magic I don't understand magnets this is magnets this is magnets <laughs> that's all I have to, that's fit to print this week Nathan yeah. it's a crazy time we live in there's there's no real Trump news that stands out which is probably good but it's all Trump all the time yeah Trumpy Trumpin as usual yeah oh North Korea apparently almost hit Japan with a fucking nuclear missile. That's yeah, pretty crazy. they're 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 armed. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> they're armed now. Oh god, they have working bombs now. Oh man, it just gets me so upset. I feel like I just need to stick a jade stone on my butt, realign my chi. Yeah, I still think you gotta put two in there. Like one is just gonna feel like a, like a poop. <laughs> I'm just like, how do you like? Maybe that's why I need it because I'm like I can't even begin to imagine how I would move them around both of them. You know, it's like, like hard. I guess that like you just like, contract and is like push a poop and pull it back, like something like that. Yeah, I'm sure there's a way like to. Oh, but if you put it up your butt though, because like I'm guessing the vagina doesn't go that far up, right? <laughs> oh, trust me, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the hang. <laughs> Thanks for the hang. Thanks for the hang. That's a good one, Andon. <laughs> 
I mean, judging, first of all, super sorry for getting late to you so bad. 